interesting. Hello. My name is Claire Isaac. Hello. This is our podcast, isn't Yay. it? And it is called Playing Devil's Avocado. Yes. And, and um, I've got lots of interesting things to talk about today. Ooh. So do you. Yeah. I'm not saying you don't. Um, so I'm going to talk about cat men, yes or no. Do you like men who like cats? Well, what do you reckon? We'll <laughs> <laughs> talk about um, a little bit of culture club. Yeah. We've got, a, we've got a beauty spot. Beauty spot. Beauty spot. Beauty spot. Beauty we spot. that for a while. Yeah. We're going to talk more about other boots and slippers. Very important. Because, you know, that's all we care about. Yep. And we've got some, we've got a whole lot of ISO-related what hurts now business. Yes. So that, that sounds like fun, Oh my it? God, that sounds amazing. <laughs> all right, let's. Well, Go! Okay. Oh, oh. oh gosh. Me howling at the excitement. <laughs> right, um, first of all, there's a new study out, right, that says that women are less likely to date men who. Oh, hang on, was this going to be first? Doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> date men who pose with cat photos in their dating profiles. Now, what do you think about that? Well, that would make me want to. Mm, me we're, we're crazy cat ladies, so we oh. obviously want men who love our cats. Don't we? I get what they're saying is they look a bit emasculated. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, I, I think know. that's what they're I think they're saying if you pose with a dog, you look more macho than if you pose with a cat. Right. But that's assuming that all women want to be with macho men. True. And They were uh, viewed as less masculine, more neurotic, agreeable and open and less dateable, the study person yes, says. Yes, the, the, the dog people, the dog men. The cat men. Uh, cat men are seen as less masculine, more neurotic, agreeable and open oh. and less... Okay, Dateable. I disagree with that. Mm, I do too. Um, I think men who like cats are very attractive, just as well. Luckily, because <laughs> we both have husbands who love our cats. Yes. Now, the research, this is an interesting study because they had 708 women aged between 18 and 24 looking at photos of two men, both posed in two separate photos, one with a cat and one without a cat. And they were asked to rate the men on attributes including personality, masculinity or femininity and dateability, etc., etc. Men were viewed as all of these things... Um, Less, you know, more neurotic, less masculine, agreeable, and more more neurotic, more agreeable and open. I don't know. It doesn't really say. Less dateable. And it didn't matter whether the woman herself thought that she was a dog person or a cat person. Oh, okay. So it's all about the men. All about the men. Mm. Look, I like men who love animals in any shape or form. Yes. I, Apart yeah. from maybe if they had a spider as a pet. Yeah, but even yeah, that would be a bit weird. Um, <laughs> but yes, I definitely like people. I like people in general who like animals. I do too. Yeah, yeah, I do too. But I think that if someone had a t- tarantula, yeah, I would highly question. Be, well, I wouldn't want to stay at his <laughs> house. Miss- and also imagine the horror <laughs> if it wasn't in its tank. Yeah, that's my worst nightmare yeah. right there. Yeah, and also they'd make you hold it. Yeah, when you're watching TV, it. and you yeah. know, no. no. Okay, no, so no to tarantulas. No. But yes to cats. Yes to cats. Remember yeah. if you had a cat and a tarantula and that, you know, you can just see where I'm oh, going Oh, yeah, it'd be this. troublesome. Yeah. Ricky Gervais posted something this morning about, because um, he's got his beautiful cat who he lost recently. Yeah, he does. And he um, posted a picture and it just said, La- last armpit cuddle. Oh. And it was the most beautiful thing. And then everybody started... Um, posting the last pictures of their cats oh, no, that and it was really heartbreaking yeah. no, you don't want to watch that first but, in the morning no you don't but it was also really lovely at seeing how much joy animals bring into people's lives they do they do they do yeah, they do they do a friend of mine who i used to work with um posted a photo of his dog that he put down and mm. he was saying we took him for his last day out mm. and then you know 
It was just really sad seeing the poor doggy having his last day out. Isn't it? Okay. Anyway, cheery. Yeah. Let's do some beauty spot, beauty spot, beauty spot. We haven't done that for a while. No. What have um, you got? Well, you can start, because you've got something very fabulous and expensive. Oh, I have. What's it called? It's called Unwrinkled. How do you know he's expensive? Did you look it up? Well, no, because all of his stuff is. It is. It's Peter Thomas Roth, who I mm. think I've mentioned before mm. I'm a big fan of. You are. Um, and this is his Unwrinkle Lip Treatment. Mm. And it comes in a little... And it is a bit exy. Um, get it from Sephora. And it comes in a sort of a three-inch high little packet mm. and you just put a tiny bit on your finger like mm-hmm. a pin prick on your finger <laughs> and then you dab it on your lips mm. and they go tingly Lisa's acting this out yes. by the way for everybody and they go way. tingly oh yeah and then i do think they they is it a plumper a little bit maybe and you're meant to do it morning and night and i keep forgetting but when i do remember um i do think i see a difference i think it just makes them a bit not necessarily to. <laughs> Um, but maybe just your actual lips, just a little bit plumpy. And do they? Does it unwrinkle the bit, the sort of cat's bum? I feel like it does a bit. Yeah, I feel like you, you sort of you you put it over the lip line, right? And I feel like it you smooths know, if you're used everything to be a smoker, out. You've yeah. always got those real wrinkly yeah. bits. Yeah, I feel like it smooths everything out a bit. Mm. It's not cheap, mm. but I do feel like his. I say his product as if Peter Thomas Roth is an actual man. I don't know. I it think could he just is be a man. A, it could he. It could just be a uh, you know. A oh, a clinic. Clinic or like Peter Thomas and Roth. Yes. So I don't them. know. Or three people. Anyway. Anyway. No, I think he's one man. The products I think are pretty good. Yeah. So yeah. I like it. They are very. They are unwrinkled kind of lip treatment. Okay. That's yeah. good to know for all us ladies out there who've had who've got wrinkly lips. Yes. I have tried. Well, I've tried two things. One thing which is cheap, which is the ordinary, which everyone will know by now. I love almost as much as I love Revolution skincare. It is from Priceline, but I think actually I'm not sure if Priceline have this yet. I got it from Adore Beauty, which mm. is that website. It was only like fifteen dollars or maybe thirteen dollars. It's called Pycnogenol. Or pycnogenol. I don't really know how you say it. P Y C N O G E N O L. It's a little tiny bottle and it's kind of red. And you put it on as a serum thing before you put your moisturizer on, either in the morning or night. Be aware though, it is red, so therefore it does stain. So if you have oh. white sheets. But does it stain stuff, your face? No, it doesn't stain your face. Okay. It stains clothes and stuff. Oh. So you should just be a bit careful. Does it sink in? Just sink in. Yeah. Let it sink in. All right. Um, Let that sink in. It's an antioxidant that it's made from pine bark, and it's just um, amazing. Like, you put it on at night. I put it on at night because I've got um, grey pillowcases, so it doesn't worry me. Yes. And then I put on my normal moisturiser, and I really feel like it's taken some redness out of my face, mm. and it's also smoothed my skin. I could do with some of that. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. I highly recommend for anyone who has a bit of, you know, rosacea or whatever. Mm. And then the other thing I've discovered is It Cosmetics, which you love, because you love their CC cream and love. stuff, right? Yep. They do this thing called Bye Bye Pores, which is a powder, and it's really good. Like, it's just, a, you put it on over your, like a setting powder, but it just sort of blurs all your pores so you can't see any of your pores because as we get older do you brush it on get bigger with a big brush a little little dabber dabber. yeah all right sephora that was from i got that also from adore beauty which is where i buy most of my so was that delivered yeah by the internet was delivered by the internet okay by the world wide web thanks for that beauty spot yeah but they're good they're good for um, older ladies all three of those things really all right very good very targeted (laughs) nothing if not specific (laughs) here 
Um, oh, I'm getting hot. Hmm. Sorry. Let's talk about something else. Don't forget your slippers. Oh, yes, let's talk about slippers. So this is a, um, a follow-up. Follow-up. It's a follow-up. follow-up. We're following up something about Ugg boots. So if you remember, well, we've talked about Ugg boots quite a lot, but um, Ugg boot foot yes. was this thing that people were getting in lockdown because they were wearing Ugg boots that weren't giving them enough support. Yeah. Um, and there was crumpet foot. Crumpet foot, yeah. <laughs> which was when you had lots of gross, horrible bacteria so gross. on your feet. But... Slippers are actually very important in terms of helping you cope emotionally. Yes, I loved this story. So Alex Gorman wrote this in The Guardian. She's always amazing as a writer. Um, and um, What was the headline? We like the headline. The Slipper Scourge. Yeah. Isn't that what it is? Surge. The Slipper oh, Surge. Surge. They're very important in terms... Oh, you've already said yeah. that. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Move on. Anyway, um, so... But they, she just goes into a lot of detail about how we, mm. we love to have slippers because um, apparently the Iconic have sold three times as many pairs of slippers yes. this year as they ever have. I love that this story was like 900 words of really interesting, interesting slipper. slipper facts and figures yeah. and she spoke to like sensible people yeah. about slippers. Now she mentions Ugg Bootfoot because she says in early winter there were reports of slipper related yes. injuries nicknamed Ugg Bootfoot but the Podiatry Association President Katrina Richards mm. says that the biggest problem she's seen is being caused by the transition from house shoes to hard training rather than slippers alone. People go too hard too soon and you end up with yes. lots of overuse injuries. So, okay. You know, slippers. don't yeah. Put wearing your slippers a lot and then putting on normal shoes and going outside yeah. means that you get, you know, shin splints, etc. And also you get clawing where your, t- your toes are trying to grip on. That's if your slippers don't have backs. Yes. Yes. It's important. Because yeah. she did she's done quite a deep dive into which slippers to buy. Yes. She now has. she bought some fancy mate. She bought these Danish ones. Oh which Danish. Are those yeah. those woolen ones. They're yeah. called Glerox. And they don't have a back though, so they're not brilliant for you. Well, you can get ones with backs. Oh. She, I think she didn't buy yeah. the back ones. I think they look very nice without the backs, but I think a slipper without a back, unless it's an Ugg boot slipper which cushions your foot, mm. I think your foot's going to f- slide out the back mm. all the time. Mm. Interesting. She also um, dismisses the old-fashioned idea that one shouldn't wear slides with socks. So you're very ahead of the yes, curve. Yes, with, with my your, Berkies. With Berkies. Well, because my Berkies as well mm. have a back. Oh, I have Berkies with an elasticated ankle strap. Oh, you're like a kid that has those Havianas with the strap. Yes. That's very genius. Yes, because my feet are quite skinny and they slide out of Berkeys. So I right. found a pair of Berkeys with a strap and they're the most comfortable things yes. in the world. Yeah, well, that makes absolute sense. Mm. So, okay, so the slipper of choice. Yes. The ones you already own because they're symbolic and powerful in terms of their association with yes. relaxation and, and comfort. comfort. Yeah. In this time of need. Makes sense. Um, also... Um, the podiatry slipper of choice is sturdy, supportive pair of sneakers, which doesn't help. No, that doesn't appeal. The stylist slipper of choice is the Balenciaga. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> these are nine hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, designer slides. Um, Nothing makes me happier than a pair of hotel slippers. No, I can never walk in them, it's, and also I slide all over the place because I don't have any grip. Whatsoever. I know, but it's just the fact that you. Open the cupboard door and somebody's giving you a pair of slippers. Yeah, that's true. I like I'd like some fluffy shielding, you know, yes. nice ones, but I also know that I'll never wear them. I got my Ugg boots out for the first time last night though. Oh, God. In your honour. So Ugg boot late. I know. And I wore them and then my foot got really hot and I had to take them off. You're so late to the Ugg boot party. So I'm nothing I'm not very good with anything <laughs> like that. I get hot, you know, I run hot. Oh, oh my god, god. it's so boring. We just say the same thing over and over. 
Right. Let's talk about something else. Culture Shall we do Culture Club. Culture Club. Go on then. Um, okay, so what I watched for this week's Culture mm-hmm. Club, well, not even for this week's Culture Club, I just watched it because I'm obsessed. Yes. Eurovision. Yes. The movie. The story of Fire Saga. Yes. Which is the Will Ferrell movie with yes. Rachel McAdams and Dan Stevens, who From, is in Downton Abbey. Yes. Oh, Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato's oh, in Piers it. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan is in it. Um, and then a host of... So, hang on, let's just preface this by saying I'm obsessed with the Eurovision Song Contest. Mm. I've been numerous times. Yeah. Um, and I watch it religiously every year and get very into it and excited. So um, it was a no-brainer that I was going to watch this anyway. But actually, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I did post this on the PDAs, which is our Facebook group. Yeah. And other people watched it and loved it too. Yes, I will watch it because, A, I Very love Will Ferrell. Funny. I see, I don't really like Will Ferrell. I love him. And I feel like he's getting too old to play he these roles. Old. Like, you just don't believe him. And it, But even to the point where it's not even, it's a bit sad. Yeah. But it's it's the story of this couple. Blades of, of Glory is one of the funniest films yeah, yeah, of all yeah. time. Not, look, honestly, I'm not taking away from okay. his talent he's he is very yeah. talented um uh, but it's just very funny that he they, he plays this icelandic um pop singer who along with his sort of quasi girlfriend um wants to go to eurovision terribly 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 and then by by a t- cruel twist of fate or well, a funny twist of fate ends up going and then he they're pitted against the russian who's played by dan stevens who is just the most valuable player on the screen. He's mm-hmm. so great. And but there's like all these cameos from all these people who are from Eurovision of yes. the past. Because so, they went and filmed there, didn't they? Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. And they've got everything right. Like they've got the staging right. They've got all these amazing things with um the camera angles when they're on the stage and all the kind of over the topness and Graham Norton plays himself. Yeah. It's so good. I highly recommend it for your a mindless, you know, night of entertainment in front of the TV. I will watch Perfect that. Perfect for ISO time. Yes. Because everyone's watching those, you know, uh, Athlete A and all those sort of yes. really quite challenging quite full on. things yes. about how awful everything is. This is not that at all. No. Exactly. It's a nice... Great song. You can't get them out of your head. Nice distraction, is Very it? Very distracting. Oh, that's good. I love it. Lovely. What, what, you read a book? I've read a book this week because I've had to wee myself a little bit off The Real Housewives. <laughs> it was becoming a problem. <laughs> so I decided I'd read a book. Right. Um, so I have read a book called The Paris Secret, and it's by Natasha Lester. And she's an Australian author, and she does these sort of quite um, elaborate historic novels that sort of go through different times in history. Very good on research. Right. So this book is basically about three generations of women, um, to and they came from Europe. Sort of, there's two wars, and then there's an Australian mm-hmm. new generation. Mm-hmm. And so she goes and fight. Basically, she's a fashion conservator, which oh. was all quite interesting. And so, but she finds in her grandmother's wardrobe. 65 Christian Dior dresses. Amazing. And then she wants to try and find out why her grandmother has these this collection of amazing Christian Dior dresses. And what the book the, the book originated because Natasha was reading about a concentration camp is sorry not to be cheerful in um <laughs> Germany that was a women's concentration camp called Ravensbrück. Right. And it is obviously the most horrendous story, but Christian Dior's sister was in there. Oh this is gosh. a true story. Oh wow. Um, and she was in the resistance in World War Two, the French resistance, and she got the, like all these medals after World War Two. 
Um, so this is where it's all come from, is this sort of this bit of knowledge. And um, and then it interweaves between modern day and right. and what have you. And she's done a really, really good job of it. So his sister was called Catherine um, and she was his, you know, the, the love of his life. Right. And that's and she's Mr. Yore. The perfume. So she was this um, real, she was a war hero. She was like this full-on war hero and she she was in this concentration camp, this women's concentration camp where all these women during the war who were spies but they weren't officially spies, um, they they weren't... um, they weren't found for a year after the war ended Jesus. because they all dropped off the radar. They weren't right. on anyone's radar, so right. nobody knew who they were, what they were, who they were why working they were from, missing or... why were they that, why they were missing. Yeah, so it's amazing, um, and that's where she's created this fiction from, but it is based in a little bit of um, truth. of truth. I'd like to read the real book, the real story of that too. Well, there is mm. that that book is coming out, mm. and Justine Bacardi is writing the real book. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I think that will be fascinating. Mm. Um, but no, Natasha Lester's done a really good job of this book. So it's really interesting in that sense. If you like fashion, you'll like it. Um, if you like a little bit of intergenerational, you know, those dynasty stories, you'll like it. Yeah. I read it. I read it in three days. It was what you know. It kept me away from your housewives. Um, <laughs> so it, its work is done. But I know I really did enjoy it. I really did enjoy it, and I loved the Christian Dior stuff because, um, and it made me want to go. I didn't know. It talks about the house they grew up in, and it really made me want to go there, which is now I didn't realise turned into a museum. Oh. This villa in mm. France, mm. in Normandy, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go there one day. Mm, one day. One day. When we can. Try and it's all home. about the new look as well. You know, when Christian Dior did the new look. Sorry, with how he created the new look. Yeah, yeah. Um, How lovely. Yeah, and he was obviously a very big, it's going to sound so stupid, but a big fan of women. Yeah. Like, he obviously just thought women were amazing. And creating for them and and making them feel powerful and all that. Yes. Yes. So I very much enjoyed that. Okay. Um, Well, I'm going to take things down to a go on, far less. Hyper yeah. level. I found this thing on YouTube, which has been going for a while, which is Reunited Apart, which is, um, you know, Josh Gad, who plays the um, he plays the snowman or whatever in um, uh, Frozen. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, yes, he, yes. So anyway, it's um, this. Uh, so he does this thing where he reunites casts mm. of old movies. So it's the 80s movies. And he's just done Ferris Bueller. Okay. And oh my goodness. Is it amazing? It's so worth watching. Who's he got all of them? He's got um, he's got Matthew Broderick. Mm-hmm. He's got Cameron. He's got Mia, who mm-hmm. played Mia. So Cameron is now in Succession, isn't he? Yes, so Which, he's in Succession. When I was watching Succession, I was like, who's this man? Yeah. And then I realised who he was. He, they've, got, they've got the man that goes Bueller. Oh, yeah. Bueller. Yeah. Bueller. They've got the parents. Yeah. Um, and then they also have um, Jennifer Grey. Yes. And then um, they also have Jake Gyllenhaal comes on and does a quiz with them, a trivia quiz. Because was he in it? No. Oh. They're saying, Josh Gad's saying he's a fan and okay. he wants to, Josh Gad wants him to play Bueller, Ferris Bueller's son in, right. in a remake or whatever. Anyway, it's just really lovely. They act out scenes. So yep. all of those favourite scenes like... Um, when he's when Ferris is in the shower at the start, yeah, and, and you know, and all these things, it's just it's just a really lovely reminder of those great movies. He's done um, a few other movies as well, but this one I think is just so. It's Where just can you watch so, it? It's on YouTube. On the YouTube. On the YouTube. Just type it yeah. into the Google. Ferris Bueller is one of the most lovely films. It's just so great. It's just joyous. It's so great, isn't it? Yeah. And you can think so think of about five scenes in it that just. 
make you smile. Yeah, and Jennifer yeah. Grey does... Um, so, obviously, Charlie Sheen isn't there, but she acts out one of her scenes where, when they're in the police station and yep. they've been arrested. Um, you know, there's someone you should talk to, and she says, if you say Ferris Bueller, you lose a testicle, which is I, one of my favourite scenes of all time. I love Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick is great, and mm. he's really endearing in it. He's having a, the, a whale of a time. Yeah. And they reveal a few little secrets of, of when we re- were re- recording and stuff. Just, yeah, it's just nice. Yeah. So it's a n- nice thing to watch. If, and then you can go back and look at his other ones. He's done a few of those kind of 80s movies, so it's worth going down the K-hole of How fun. Lovely. How lovely. Yeah. Okay, shall we do some Aldi? A little Aldi cooking up a storm. Oh, cooking up a storm, is it? Yeah. Lovely. Okay. Yeah, do a bit of cooking up a storm. Yes. Um, so you've got something from Aldi that you loved. Yeah, sweet corn fritters. <laughs> They're nice. I've had them in the freezer for a while. Now, last week, we, ran, we actually ran out of food, which mm. is unheard of in my house. Mm-hmm. But we've just run out of food. And I haven't been shopping, and I just, you know, we spoke about being overcooking, didn't yeah. we, last week? Uh, but in the freezer, there was a packet of sweet corn fritters. Mm. So it had them with an egg on top. Oh, yeah. And, and they were good. Very good. They're, they're, I mean, they're not like you get in a cafe. In bills. Bills. <laughs> they're not bills, sweet corn fritters, but they're perfectly acceptable. And you just pan fry them. And they're sort of like squidgy in the middle and crispy on the outside. Oh, well, that's that's, that's right. my favourite word. That's, that's two of need. my favourite phrases. Yeah. I had the prawn gyoza from Aldi. Yeah. I thought you didn't like them, you see. So I was like, I'm going to try these and see. Yeah, and that's not were, what I tried. They were great. Yeah, I didn't try them. Well, try them. Okay, I tried some kind of dumpling. Yeah, I didn't no, like there it. There we go. And we, and we steamed them. We didn't even oh, fry them. Okay. Because um, we were in a hurry. Yes. <laughs> and they were very delicious. All right. And we had them with some bok choy, steamed bok choy. Oh. And some chilli sauce and stuff, and they were really Ooh, good. Fancy pants. Really good. We've Aldi even run out of chilli sauce in our house. Oh gosh, That's, I need to go shopping. I know. But, you know, we were talking last week about how we were sick of planning meals. Yes. And I said to you, do toast week. You did. Not on not on camera. Not no, on, off camera. Off mic. Off camera. <laughs> Um, and by toast week, I don't mean that you do toasts to people. <laughs> I say, here's to you, food. Here's to Coles. Um... So we're doing Toast Week this week. Right. So explain to me and to everyone yeah. at home what co- Toast Week is. It basically means you're going to have something on toast for dinner every night. <laughs> right, so okay. we've had spaghetti hoops on toast. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. With a bit of plastic cheese on. Oh, God, the full work. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the rep- in, to come yeah. is um, cheese on toast with mm-hmm. mango chutney. Mm-hmm. We've got some spinach for spinach and mushrooms on toast. Mm. Um, and beans on toast. Great. I mean, who you know? Why not? I don't like spaghetti. Tin spaghetti. No. Oh my god. But that's okay. That's okay. fine. Also, my husband has a lot of food rules. He does have food rules. So he wouldn't like toast for dinner. Why he would, not? He would just think it's not a meal. No. So it would be on. It'd be on the same as having an omelette. He doesn't like an omelette for dinner. Look, I'm a little bit with him on the omelettes, but only because <laughs> growing up. When you came home and said to Mum, what's for dinner? And she said, omelette. It was the worst night of the week yeah. was having an omelette for dinner. Yeah, or egg and bacon, did you for that? Well, no, yeah. we never had that for dinner. Sometimes but we would have an omelette for dinner, and it was like, ugh, the worst. And it's always like a cheese omelette. It was always well. a blue cheese omelette. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I'm, I'm hoping it was blue cheese to start with and not just using up Moldy cheese, cheese in the fridge. Yeah. And also the other day, my husband said that he didn't eat sushi in winter. And that 
that made me chuckle because it's another rule. I'm a bit with him on that as well. I get it. I get what he's saying. It's cold. Yeah, I get what he's saying. But it's just funny how there are just rules, you know. He won't have a salad yes. for dinner. I mean, have a, have a side salad, a salad with But he wouldn't have like a chicken salad but for he dinner. Wouldn't, no. wouldn't have a chicken and nectarine. Well, he doesn't eat chicken. No, but he, he wouldn't have a like a... Well, Halloumi yeah. salad? Yeah, but he won't have it for dinner. He oh. That was not dinner in his book. I used to work with someone, let's call her Emma, <laughs> and we were both quite insistent that we liked a warm lunch. Oh, yeah. And that a cold lunch doesn't hit the spot. <laughs> but a warm, a warm lunch does. Very it might gross. be all to do with the, the, your pitters and your... What are they called? You know, your pitters, your doses, your the three types that you are. Is oh. that a verdict? Oh. It could right. be to do with yeah, that. Maybe liking warm things and raw things and all that. Yes. Pitter, a You know, you, you three types. They say there's three types of person. And some people much prefer warm food to cold food and some people are much better off with um raw food and some people can't eat raw food it could be that but then how do you explain an omelette vata pitta and kapha are the three life forces Mm. yeah what which one of those would like an omelette for dinner none none (laughs) no one no one would like an (laughs) omelette no that's right i'm a bit with lee and that leads us into some iso Oh yes, more I say talk because that was all. That was all sparked by the fact that I was bored with cooking. Mm. So this is what hurts now. ISO episode. Yes, I am ice over it. See what you did? Yeah, there. I'm ice over everything. Yep. Yep. I'm just, I'm done. I'm dusted. Yeah, I just can't. When you say you're over it, what part of it are you over? I feel so bored and so trapped. I want yeah. to see some it is music. So, it is really trapping. I want to go to the cinema. Mm. I want to you travel. You can go to the cinema this week. I don't, but I don't want to because it's going to be awful and weird. <laughs> you um, want to go to the cinema in the past. I want to go in the olden times. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to travel. I'm not going to be able to travel for years. Yeah. I want to go overseas. That's yeah. not going to happen. No. And I'm sorry, I can't just keep wandering around New South Wales. It's not going to cut it for me I, for holidays. I hear you. I do feel trapped too. It's made me realise how much of an island we're on, especially when people in Europe are able to go travelling around Europe now. It's also made me realise how much of my time I spent dreaming about holidays, planning, planning them, holidays, booking them, yeah. booking them, researching them. Like, you know, the first thing I do when I come back from holidays, plan another holiday, and it doesn't have to be a big overseas trip. It's some kind of trip, yeah. and I'm looking at where we're going to stay and what we're going to eat and what we're going to do. All that's gone. Mm. That's all disappeared out of my life, yeah. and that's why I've had to fill it with Real Housewives because I've got nothing else to do. <laughs> it's a terrible state of affairs. It's awful. To be in. I feel like there's lots of things that are going on now that perhaps are COVID related. In so much. Of, in terms of people being sick of things, I'm getting road rage now. It could be that because I'm 52, as of yesterday. Yes. And congratulations. Um, thank you. Made it this far. <laughs> but um, being 52, you know, you are, you uh, obviously. It, Mid um, hormonal, whatever things are crazy, and I cross. know that I literally I will go. Oh, you're going to come out here now, are you? Are you going to drive that way? Are you? Would you think you could actually, you know, signal? I don't know why you have. What did you have to drive this slowly? Like I'm. I think driving's to got terrible. I think the driving's got worse. I think everyone's come out of ISO. You've been used to nice empty roads. I have been used to that. The yes. roads are busy again, yeah, and true. people are driving like absolute wankers. <laughs> I, I take my life in my hand every time I go out in the car. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. There's no consideration. I think the driving is appalling. It was part of what you were saying the other week about how people are just being assholes all being the time. Being assholes. Well, entitled I think assholes. I'm being an asshole. I'm not being entitled. No. 
But I am being things. angry. Like, even yeah. in the car park today, and my, my husband was next to me, and he was just, like, looking at me, like, <laughs> why are you Calm saying... Calm your phone. Yeah. Do you need to... Chill out, chill out, jelly bean. Now, you also um, have a COVID crush. Well, I don't. I was listening to the radio in the car, um, trying not <laughs> trying to, to scream calm. at people. Um, and um, it was Willie and... What's their names? Willie and... Woody. Is it William Woody? I don't know who they are. Oh, they're on Sydney Radio, Drive right. Time. Um, and it was either Willie or Woody, I can't remember, sorry, um, <laughs> was saying that he there's a thing called COVID crush and he's been ISO on his own. Right. So any interaction he has with a num- uh, anybody else, he, he's completely, he just falls in love with oh, the person. Oh, that's really cute. So he was saying he'd gone to the coffee shop and literally, and she said, "Have a, you know, how's your day been? And she was so nice to, like, Nice to him yeah. that he basically was planning their wedding. Oh, that is so What adorable. their kids would be called, Aww. and this whole life together, and Aww. and he'd sort of looked, checked in, checked it out, and it is a thing that people when they sort of get that interaction again yeah. have these really overwhelming right. feelings. They don't know how to sort of monitor it. Yeah, kind of yeah, and it's and it's sort of I suppose out the blue, and because they're not having those usual interactions with other humans. <laughs> Someone likes me. <laughs> Somebody likes me. <laughs> they asked how I am. So there's a COVID crush going on, and then the other thing. Is I have got this just overwhelming like COVID consumerism. Right, you just want to buy. I went to DJs today Mm -hmm. and I nearly lost my mind. I actually (laughs) I was in the homewares department. I nearly bought these crystal coupe glasses for cocktails. Mm -hmm. Um, Anthropology's there now. Did you know? No. Homewares, Mm. unbelievable, amazing, so exciting. Looked at this incredible cushion, 199 bucks. Mm -hmm. Too much for a cushion, isn't it? Look. I'd say yes. Yes, it is, Claire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the answer to that, Claire, when I ask you that, is yes. Oh, well, yes, it is, obviously. But, but you know, I'm amazing cushion. Um, and also, I think that works, though, as an argument, just to say, it's amazing, though. No. Also, sheets, all the shit, right. like all the bed linen, everything, that's my thing, that's mm. my jam. I was just, like, about to lose it. And also, I need a new pillow. But yeah. I didn't buy anything, right. apart from your birthday present. Oh, that's nice. I think that's, at least I gave you something to spend your money on. Yeah. Um, I, f- I suppose what I'm trying to say, to sum up, yes. is that I feel like I'm... You're going crazy. I'm going crazy. Yeah. I'm at tipping point. Yeah. I need some normality soon, or I just don't know what's going to happen. You know, the point at which Qantas said they're not going to be flying till next July, I'm like, when am I going to see my mum again yeah. in England? Like, I don't know when that's going to happen. And that is the worst feeling, to not have any control over stuff like that. It is quite hard, isn't it, to lose that control? Because I think we all probably thought it was going to be quite quick. Yeah, three months and then it's all over. And even that seemed long at the time, you know. Even that was like, ooh, not till July. Ooh, September. But next July is a year. It's a a year away. And if that's Qantas, they must know stuff. They must know that we're not leaving the country till next July. Yeah, that's. I don't like that feeling. Yeah, either. you can't think about. It. Don't think about I it. I don't like it. Ignore it. Yeah, Ignore I me. Like Should um, we have a drink? Well, I wanted to say one thing. <laughs> well, I just want to say about Nigella. Nigella saying she's not oh, ready yes. for lockdown to end. So Nigella writes a column for the Times in the UK. Yes. And of course, we love her. She's the pa- the patron saint. Of, yes. Of middle aged avocados and avocados. She says she's not ready to end lockdown because she doesn't necessarily want to see people all the time like she's Mm. sort of got used to not seeing anyone or doing anything is she living on her own I think she has people come and go. She's yeah. got her kids, doesn't she? But they're not Don't live there home. anymore. Yeah. Um, and so she was saying she's going to do the 5-2 diet, but do it with um, social events, which I think is just 5-2 social diet. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. So five days off, yeah. two days just on. Pick your, pick. Well, I, I have always aspired to a two-day-a-week outing social rule. outing, yeah. 
um, as I got older because I just can't cope. Last week I went out Thursday night, got mm-hmm. battered mm. on white wine, and we know what, how awful that is. It's terrible. And then I went really out sat- Friday night as well. Yeah, that was with me. With you. You weren't that drunk. I wasn't though. too battered, but we did drink a bottle of wine each. Do you know that? Yeah, but that's 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 nothing to. Well, anyway, so I then haven't had a drink for three days. Had three whole days off the booze. Felt much better for it. Yeah. Um. But no, I like it. Uh, two days a week is about right for me. Yeah. Um. And then one last thing we're going to talk about quickly was yeah. talking about drinking. Yes. Was I read an article in the New Daily? You just pointed at me then. <laughs> no, because you said the thing about <laughs> drinking. Not because I think you're drinking particularly, although we are having wine. Um. Older people who enjoy a glass of port after dinner. <laughs> don't know why they'd pick well, that I love as a port. drink. A moderate weekly alcohol intake can be good for your mental prowess. So the sweet spot is between 10 and 14 drinks a week. And so new... when they say drinks, they mean like... Standard you know, yeah. drinks. Um, That's quite a lot. Yeah. If you were to have one... If you were an old lady yeah. and you were to have your one drink a day, what yeah. would you have and when would you have it? Um, what's the time now? <laughs> uh, I would have... Well, it, when I say a drink, what, does a Negroni count? No, because that's three serves. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I would have a gin and tonic. Yes. And I would have it at 5pm. I think I would be the same. Mm. A ca- or... I would have a glass of lovely champagne. Mm. But then you've got to, like, who else is going to drink it? Yeah, then, then you've got to drink the whole bottle. bottle. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where it all goes wrong, Claire. Pear shape. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. All right, well, um, do come to the PDAs. Okay. And tell us all of the things that you want to talk about. Sounds um, marvellous. Email us on weareplayingdevilsavocado.gmail.com. Right. Lisa's in a hurry to get out of here. Um, and we will see you next week for more fun and frolics. I'm actually going out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going out. I'm out. The real world. I am. I know. I'm going out for drinks and cocktails. Drinks and cocktails. Sorry. I meant meant nibbles and cocktails. Fabulous. Have a good time. Tell us all about it next week. My friend just told me. Have a good All right. See you soon. Okay, bye. bye.